Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. Happy evening to my listeners, my sweet, faithful people who keep coming back for more ideas from this blonde haired girl, huh? <laughs> well, I've got two things going on in my head right now. The the first thing is is that I I've really, really been enjoying way too much the TikTok app. I really, really like TikTok. And I have some people that I follow fairly closely. And this evening, um, when the people that I follow fairly careful, like pretty much every time I go on TikTok, I look her up. And she was sharing about the ideas that I have been talking about for the last two years (laughs) the idea that we are the creators of our reality that life is happening for us not to us and that ultimately we are we are responsible whether we like it or know it or not (laughs) for the things that are happening in our lives Um, It is really, really a weird switch in perception, honestly, and it has not been a straight road for me whatsoever, and I have shared this, um, this idea of being, being like a magician who can't quite, can't quite do magic, but I will say that things happen daily that are just quite shocking to me. Um, yesterday, so this would have been the 31st of, of um, August, 2020. So I, I had been watching Wayne Dyer for years. I, I actually hate to admit this, but it's just the truth. I have never read even one of his books. I think I have one of his books, but I've never read any of his books. I'm, I'm kind of ashamed to say that, but it's just the truth. But anyway, but I have watched his material in different, like I've listened to podcasts and I've watched videos of him and I used to watch him, the, the, the PBS station in Arizona, I used to have him when they, on when they had this, um, this telethon to raise money they would have Wayne Dyer on and so I had been watching him for years and I I get these songs from people who have passed like it's I mean this is just one of the ways that I feel like God the universe people who passed in my life whoever they've been told to be my entourage but anyway they communicate with me and they said there was a song that I believe was like from Wayne Dyer that was sent to me um so every time I just feel like that that he definitely would have have um have sent me this song or sent us this song not necessarily me but us and so yesterday I was on my on my walk and this song came on now granted I have it in my liked songs 
but sometimes there's like this randomness to the songs like I put it on like mix play and this came up yesterday and that was the life of the party um, by Sean Mendez and when this happened yesterday I was so taken back I was just just stopped like stopped in my tracks because uh, I guess the 30th would have been the anniversary of his passing and there are times when I actually will even talk to him now um, about things because he he had such an impact and he just seemed to like grow in in like his his I talk about like the the peeling of the onion and like like this depth of understanding on topics Wayne Dyer would be one that would just keep peeling those layers and going further and further into his his understanding of these principles but also I sort of felt like because he and um and Louise Hay passed I think it was like the same day or like a day apart like a year or two apart I can't keep it all straight but I felt like they like we're like passed a baton to to us to continue their work and so I believe that they are like with us all the time and so when I heard that it was like this <laughs> like the universe was definitely talking to me I I still like daily have my multiple numbers series of numbers like it's just really strange how every day and then names um symbols um synchronicities like I'll be thinking about somebody and then a notification will pop on my phone from that person um I it's just sometimes it it is just so incredibly weird um and then I also I was telling my friends about this that this was like really cool to me too recently I um I really wanted this makeup like I really love makeup but I I really wanted this certain type of makeup like I usually go back and buy the same makeup or same lipstick or same moisturizer or whatever I just kind of stay with the same brand and the same kind and I really liked this one but it was like $27 and I just really um so I made other choices for the time being and I had gone into Sprouts um, this weekend, this last weekend, and they had it on sale. They had it $21 off. I mean, it was like the weirdest thing. I'm, I'm, I'm standing in front of it and I'm looking at the label and it was like a manager special, you know, like $7.99 or something for this makeup that's normally $27. $21 off it was just unbelievably wonderful and I was so happy um, so I, I continued to have these these synchronicities however however if you were to be on the outside looking into my life you would you would say you know really girl you need to come back to reality because your life is nothing like you would want it to be um, I'm, I'm, I have ever since I've lived in the condo that I'm living in, I have had 
dreams of fixing it up and like having new flooring and you know having it look exactly as I want it to be redoing the plumbing and the electricity and um, I've had all of these dreams for this place and lately I've been finding pictures and I've been actually um, taping them on the wall <laughs> so I've got in my kitchen I've got like this you know something taped there and in the bathroom and so and I just believe with everything that I am that I will one day have the resources to completely fix this place up I I believe in these these wishes so strongly I believe in it and I'm starting to believe more so in like the magic of it all than what is seeming reality and if we are the creators of our reality then the only reason why I haven't gotten my new flooring is because I have not yet focused into a steady belief in that and so I am somehow holding myself from it because I believe that God is a God of yes and that I'm not being withheld from and that God is loving and, and wants me to have the desires of my heart. And I would go so far as to say that I believe that God puts the desires in our heart. So not only is puts it in our heart, but then also grants our desires. And so when I heard this this girl on this TikTok, I was I just had, you know, this this and and she was saying she was talking about all these principles like and I could tell that she didn't really quite understand them because I understand because I have not mastered them and so I talk about these 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 principles quite a bit um with this understanding that I practice these principles every day every day I am at this every day I am at this multiple times a day. I'm checking in with myself. How am I feeling? What am I thinking about? Um, and I'm starting like these hacks. I'm like trying these these hacks where I, where I'm writing retrospectively. Like um, today, your or you know, today was the best day ever, and I'm writing what the day is going to be like. And I'm writing about these things and. And um, I actually ended up buying the book by Napoleon Hill called um, Think um, Your Way Rich or something of that nature. I have not finished the book, but I've read parts of it. And so Napoleon, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, that's what it's called. I actually bought that book. And so I just had this feeling come over me, you know, of... Um, and like just really in the humanness of it all, you know, it's sort of like, um, somebody who is really, really been practicing, you know, and then somebody else is starting their journey in this way. And I had just this hum humanity come over me of just, I don't know, just this sense of, of, you know, maybe she will excel at this, you know, because she was saying things like, 
No, just watch me. And you know what? She is already, what she doesn't realize is she already has created it. She already has the business. She already has the life she's talking about. And and I'm finding that is really, really a key um, to success in this area. But um, And I'm not giving up. I will never give up. Besides the fact, here's the thing. We're either creating by default or we're creating on purpose. And so... And so it really behooves us to to really, really try to focus ourselves into the life that we are wanting instead of focusing on what we're not wanting. And and so and then I wanted to talk about this separate separate topic. I'm not sure that I've ever actually gotten into this and I, I have to say that it may have been talked about a lot. The subject may have been talked about a lot, but I I haven't done a lot of reading on it. I don't know where I what I'm going to be talking about has been my own experience in this this part of this podcast. This is my own experience. Um and I really really want to share this and talk about this. So I had applied for a job probably a year and a half ago and it was it was in a crisis counseling. I actually have a master's degree in counseling and courses on top of that. So I have actually 3 years toward being a professional counselor, 3 years of college. And so I I um, so I had applied for this job as a crisis counselor, and then she just full stop said that I could not do CBD oils. She said, basically, we will not even consider you if you take any type of plant extract having to do with marijuana, I guess. Well, I do CBD oils nearly every day. I, and I was thinking about this quite a bit today because I ha- I have been having some wheels turning and I know that a percentage of you, of you, of the people who listen to my content have not been with me from the beginning, but at the beginning of this journey over the last about two and a half, two years or so, I had post-traumatic stress badly. I was in really bad shape. And it wasn't just what was happening at the moment. Um because when you when you have trauma in your life, if you have events that are even similar to the original trauma or other traumas, your body just takes over. And it doesn't even matter if it's not as traumatic as the original incident. You know, it's like somebody who's, I don't know, just say they're in, they survive a plane crash. And then they're in their car and they get bumped from behind and their body like starts to, to pre- 
to act as though it was in like the plane crash again. Because I think our bodies just adapt and, but they are geared, they are just geared toward protection. And so recently I have been, my body has just been taking over. Like, I'm still, why am I feeling like this? And as I was driving home today from my pain gig, I was realizing that my body was in post-traumatic stress. I mean, I was like sweating. I was um, dizzy. I was feeling nauseous. I had all these feelings coming over me. And I'm like, what is this? And because it felt because I was having a situation or I'm, I'm where my mind is going back to a trauma that had happened, you know, and so, and so I have found that CBD oils have been an extremely effective tool for me when dealing with post-traumatic stress, complex post-traumatic stress. It really helps me. And also, in addition to that, it also helps me immensely with my sleep. Um, and so it, it has this twofold effect. And I really, really believe in this. This person with this crisis drug said, I'm sorry, we, we will not even consider you if you take CBD oils. And so I got to thinking about this. So I have I so I have this background in psych in counseling. I studied the DSM for what is now the DSM-5 substantially. I I studied all kinds of substances. Substance abuse, substances, you know, medications. I know quite a bit about medications with regard to to mental health and this is what I found ironic was that these people who are in that I would be like this crisis counselor for they would be encouraged to take pharmaceutical medications but not a CBD oil or not marijuana and I personally have a problem with that. I really do. I have a huge problem with that. <laughs> so I am not, I am not a, a, like when, and I have had friends who have, have, you know, actually gone on psychotropic medications to help themselves and I've talked to them about it and I do not either encourage or discourage them from taking these medications. However, I had an experience with them. I had, I had been on, you know, and it was so interesting how it went down. I mean, I had been on other antidepressants, but this one day I had gone in to see my regular doctor and I guess I was kind of weepy that day. And he said, basically, my favorite is this Paxil. 
So I go to the store and I and I get a prescription for Paxil. So I start taking this Paxil. Well, it was an extremely effective medication for me. It was very, very effective. So I'm taking this medication and um, for I don't even know how many years. I don't even know. I, I couldn't even tell you, at least five years. So I'm on this medication for five years. And I would have this incident that would happen on these, on like a Friday, like it was the weirdest thing. Like, and I would be out of refills and I couldn't get to my doctor until like Monday. And so I would, I would be forced to go like three days without them. And I can tell you, if you take antidepressants and you go without your medication for three days, you are in trouble. By the third day, you are in trouble. And, and I want to point out also that I never took more than 10 milligrams of Paxil. And ne they never raised it. It was always 10 milligrams of that medication. But at some point, I decided that I did not want to take them anymore. So I quit taking, um, and, and I actually, this particular time, I weaned myself off for nine months. <laughs> nine months, I weaned myself off of Paxil. Um, I would go down like a fourth of a pill every every three months. I would go to a fourth of a pill because I had tried to get off of it before, and I was just not able to get off of it. So I this time I get off of it and I am catapulted into hell. I'm talking hell. I am in really, really bad shape. I I'm I had moments of like psychosis. I had insomnia, I couldn't eat, I found that I was incredibly sick in my body. Um, I was in really bad shape, but I was absolutely steadfast that I would not stay on this medication for the rest of my life. I just didn't want to be on it for the rest of my life. So strangely enough, after about nine months of being completely off that medication, I started to feel better. And it was a combination of things. It was a combination of a huge change in my diet. Um, I was drinking kombucha because my, my, my whole intestines, like I was really, really, really sick. Because that's the other thing about psychotropic medications is they, they really keep you outside of your body. You're not really in your body to know how you're actually feeling so I go I'm like completely off and um and so when my friends like talk about it I really don't say anything I just stay out of it because I don't want to discourage them and I don't want to encourage them but what what bothers me is that pharmaceuticals come from like chemicals it's like a chemical thing in your brain and the way that I understand SSRI inhibitors serotonin reuptake inhibitors is it inhibits the serotonin 
from there's these there's these little like elevator scooping things in your brain. This is the way I understand it. These scooping things in your brain and they no longer do that the way that they naturally would. So it basically it sort of keeps the serotonin in your brain. And it doesn't do this natural thing of this flow. It inhibits the flow by calcifying your reuptake inhibitors. And and what I what I mentally thought was happening in my brain when I went off of them was that the serotonin just didn't know what to do. My brain just didn't know what to do because it no longer had this chemical in it. And so, <laughs> and so, and then you couple that with people who are on like, like, and I, I was never on an antipsychotic medication or anything above an antidepressant. I was put on an antidepressant because I had generalized anxiety disorder with panic. And, <clears throat> and I used to have like panic attacks that were so bad that there were times that I actually lost consciousness for even short period, always short periods of time. But I mean, it was, it was really frightening. And so I decided to go on this medication and I, I'm going to say again, it was a very effective medication for me, but you, you find that a lot of people are on like, like all these different medications. So they're on like a antidepressant, they're on an antipsychotic. Some people are on lithium. You know, you've got like all these different um, chemicals in their brain, and those are somehow legal. But smoking marijuana isn't, or taking my CBD oils for my own health is not so CBD oils are legal but there are some people who would not hire me like some people at like a rehab would not hire me for for doing the CBD oils but they but their clients are on all of these medications and I just think it is the weirdest thing. Except it totally makes sense to, to drug us up. It's like, you know, I can't, I worked in early childhood for many years and I cannot even tell you how much it was talked about, like children on, on Ritalin type substances, which I guess is very similar to methamphetamine, more similar than people would want to admit or even think about. So we're putting our children on methamphetamine and then they're growing up or wondering why they have addiction and, or why they're really not functioning very well in society when they've been on Ritalin since they were six. <laughs> I'm exaggerating a bit, but there are some children who you know, we don't know what to do with them because they don't sit right. They don't sit in their chair right. They don't, you know, they can't focus. They, you know, 
And, and, and there are some students in every single classroom in the United States who, who are having trouble just saying still, sitting still. And so, you know, a lot of times we as parents or as teachers or as administration, oh, well, you know, just go get a prescription, drug them up, you know, or, and it's, so, and I actually, I actually, I, I, I need to write my, my, I have this book in my head about this subject because that I'd really like to get down on paper. I plan to do that very soon. I'm, I'm really enjoying my writing recently. And this is another book that I have not finished. And I, you know, basically with the premise that we just cannot be ourselves. It's like somehow we're seen as not okay, just as we are. And so it's just like, take this medication stop being who you are so that you'll be okay for somebody else and even ourselves just feeling comfortable in our own skin I just think it's so strange but it is you know the amount of money that goes into these pharmaceuticals and then you've got the whole other topic of vaccines that I'm not even going to get into but I just wanted to, to share that just food for thought that I know that it's probably been talked about, but I'm not sure that it's actually been talked about quite enough. There's this guy that I think it was called Talking to Prozac. And I really loved his book. I don't have it right in front of me. And in fact, I'm not entirely sure I have it even anymore, but it was a fabulous book. And he was talking about all of his patients and their, and their struggles with, with psychotropic medications. And just like, is it me? Is it me or is it the drug talking? Like, who do I become when I, when I take this medication and I'm, that allows me to sort of become someone else, which is, you know, and in some ways that can be a plus if, if it, you know, so I don't know what exactly what my point is, except that it's just food for thought. I'm really hoping, I live in the state of Arizona, so I'm really hoping in this election that they will pass recreational marijuana, if not, you know, um, the possibility of, of being able to get, at least here, there's medical marijuana, which I'm, I'm really, really grateful for. Because I really feel like done correctly and because there's so many medicinal grades and purposes for the marijuana plant like they they've really really gotten this down to like being able to find exactly the right the right strand for different ailments and i just really believe that it can be effective in helping people in their journey toward happiness and stability because I know that my CBD oils have been very effective for me but anyway I'm going to go 
I appreciate you listening, and I will be back with other subjects, and that's a wrap.